Now we pray that God will open your eyes to your understanding and that he will give you uh, a greater insight into the word of God and to the necessity for fasting and prayer. This is our first day of 40 days of fasting, uh, annual fasting and prayer, amen. And we can look forward to great things that God is going to do. The primary objective of this period of fasting and praying is to ask the Lord to give us a greater understanding of the ministry work of the Holy Spirit working within us and through us. And in that order, working within us and then working through us. It is our character. It is our desire, amen, for holiness and ridding ourselves of all felt filthiness of the, of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness and the fear of God. Amen. Sin separates. Sin separates us from the life that is found in the, in the Almighty. It mars, amen, the relationship. It clouds, amen, our, our view of who God really is in our life. Amen. So this process of sanctification is to bring us into a closer relationship with the Lord. Amen. James, the, fifth, the fourth chapter said, when we draw near to him, he will draw nearer to us. Amen. But we have to wash our hands. Amen. From the filth of the world. Amen. And purify our hearts and not be double-minded. Amen. Loving the world and trying to love God as well. Praise God. And so this is this is the primary objective is understanding the ministry work of the Holy Spirit within us and through us. Amen. Uh, and it is absolutely necessary that every believer have a lifelong passion uh, to continue to develop in the spirit. This is a, uh, every one of us should have a type of uh, lifelong student, be a lifelong student, amen, always be learning, die a student in the spirit of God, die a student concerning the things of the spirit of God, amen. And the Holy Spirit is the only source of revelation, the communication only source of administrating and power that brings us, brings the believer through all things that are uh, of the Father and what the Son has given us. Amen. It's the Spirit that is carrying out these things. Amen. And so it behooves us to have a real stern, a real um, firm understanding of the ministry work of the Holy Spirit that God has given us. Jesus has said, all things that are of the Father are mine. Amen. The Father gave them to me. All things that are of the Father is mine. And that which is mine, I have given to you through the Holy Spirit. Amen. That which I have uh, is mine, I have given to you through the Spirit. So if we don't have that kind of relationship uh, with the Spirit and understanding his cause and coming, glory to God, uh, there will be, amen, we'll just always have uh, kind of a medium, uh, lukewarm relationship with the Lord. Amen. Our scripture reading tonight comes from Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 5. That we'll read down through verse 15. Amen. I'm reading initially out of the New King James Version of the Bible. I'm super excited about what's about to take place. Glory to God. I am excited. I feel the move of God. Begin stronger and stronger every day. The gospel according to Matthew chapter 6 and verse number 5. And it says, and when you pray, amen, you shall not be like the hypocrite. For they love to pray standing in the 
in the synagogues and on the corner of the street that they may be seen by men. Surely I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. Glory to God. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain or empty, meaningless, heartless repetition as heathens do. That'll read verse seven again. And when you pray, do not use vain, empty, heartless, amen, repetition as heathens do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our debts. We forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom the power and the glory forever. Verse 14, For if you forgive men of their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men of their trespasses, neither will the Father in heaven forgive you of your trespasses. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And so this is where we are starting tonight. Now I want to I deal with this subject tonight and probably the rest of the week. Amen. The beauty of the secret place, amen, the beauty of the secret place, amen. Prayer is, amen, a place, amen, a secret place in the spirit. Say it again, prayer is a place. It's a secret place in the spirit, and there our relationship with God is established, amen, and there our relationship with God is established. And from there, everything we ask according to his will is given to us. Glory to God. When Jesus was on the, in the earth, he, amen, he often prayed alone in the desert place, amen, that he had chose specifically for prayer. Every one of us should develop a secret place. Every one of us should have, amen, a door to close. But we go and be alone with the Father. And it is here that the personal intimate relationship with the Father through the atoning works of Christ, whereby he has made us to be able to enter in boldly, has been established. Each man can be the priest of his own soul, the priest of his own, of his own house. Glory to God. Because of the work of Christ, we can now enter in boldly, individually, as a royal priesthood and as a holy nation. Praise God. This this secret place is a beautiful place. It's an established place. It's in a place of intentional communing with the Father. It's a place of intentional communing with the Father, each one of us individually. When we come together, amen, under the roof as a congregation, as a body, praise God, amen. Jesus said, my house should be a house of prayer, amen. Uh, my house should be a house of prayer. And this concept of prayer is 
um, the Lord telling us of his passion, his desire for the creator to have an intimate relationship with his creation. The creator desires to have intimate relationship with his creation. And in that, we are ambassadors for Christ. We are legal representatives, high-level legal representations of Christ, amen, in the earth realm. He has made us that way. Glory to God. And the more we commune with him, the more we commit ourselves to prayer, amen, the more we commit ourselves to studying the word because the will is in his word, is there that we become all that the master has purposed us to be. It is there that we become all that the master has purposed us to be. Prayer is a place, a secret place in the spirit. And there, our relationship with God is established. Amen. There, our relationship with God is established. Amen. It is important for us to develop a sensitive a sensitive ear to hear the shepherd's voice. Amen. This is your birthright. This is your birthright to hear personally for yourself. I'm not talking about hearing for the nations and hearing for the church. Amen. I'm talking about having an intimate, personal relationship. Amen. This right have all that have been born again. This right is to all who have been born again. Amen. And this fast will bring us into a greater level of sensitivity and, and assurance that we're hearing the voice of God. Fasting and prayer brings us into a level of sensitivity where we have become, uh, according to uh, Hebrews, the fifth chapter, dull of hearing. It's our, in our everyday activities and our decreasing in prayer throughout the year that brings us to this place of dullness of hearing. But it's through a constant, committed, disciplined lifestyle of fasting and prayer that we remain very sensitive to God. We remain very sensitive to God. Amen. Without prayer, without fasting, without time in his word, we, we become as... Uh, According to Revelation 3, we become lukewarm. We become lukewarm, not fervent, not hot, not a man on fire for God, but yet lukewarm. Glory to God. Fasting and prayer sets us on fire again. Say again, bogus. Fasting and prayer, amen, sets us on fire again as we combine that with studying and meditating on the word of God. Glory to God. And in this, and in this secret place, everybody, glory. In this secret place, we are more. We develop a greater confidence. That's it. We develop a greater confidence and a full assurance that, Amen. We are hearing His voice. We are assured of this. Jesus put it like this at the tomb of Lazarus before He resurrected Lazarus. He says this to to the Father: "I thank you that you hear me always." Little glory to God. What a confidence. What? Let's think on that. What a great confidence to have to say, I thank you that you hear me always. Not to have any doubt, not to have any unbelief, not to have any uh, doubt at all that, amen, my, my conversation with you never falls 
on deaf ears. Glory to God. And so this time should bring about a level, level, another level of confidence. That's what I want to say. Another level of confidence in your hearing and in your relationship with God as the Almighty communicates with us. Your being closer to the Almighty is as simple as asking. Ah, glory. Your being closer to the Almighty is as simple as asking. Amen. And that, and that we have a desire. The other thing that's important, even if your desire has weaned for prayer, sometimes things happen. Your desire is weaned. You're rekindling your desire for prayer, for word, for fasting and prayer is as close as you're asking. There that word is again. It is as close as you're asking. Because Jesus says to us, when you pray, say, Father, our Father. Amen. Out of all of the names mentioned, out of all of the names given unto, amen, to the Father, he says, when you approach me, amen, Father, which is to indicate intimacy and relationship. So we approach him as Father. So confidence, amen. The other thing is that when we as believers are assured of our ability to hear the shepherd's voice, amen, we develop a more mature relationship. Amen. We would develop a more mature relationship. The greater and the more confident you're hearing, the more mature you are, listen to this, from the inside out. You hear the voice of the Lord from the inside out. And it's these small things at home, which, which amen, brings about a greater sensitivity when we yield to. When the Lord tells you what to do, amen, in regard to your spouse, when the Lord tells us what to do in regard to how to uh, lead our children. And hearing those voices, we develop a sensitivity for hearing God's voice for other things. Amen. So this training, glory, should start from the inside out. And, we, and this is the confidence that we have, that whatever we ask of him, he hears us. This is the confidence. Amen. And this is only done by, amen, the power of, of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. This is only done by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so as we are walking day by day in the Spirit, we learn to do as Galatians 5 would say, amen, walk in the Spirit so that you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the Spirit so that you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Glory to God. This next point that it brings me to in walking in the Spirit there may be times that you can't have, that we, amen, you may not be able to go and shut the door, amen, uh, physically. However, be that as it may, beloved, uh, we can ask the Lord to create in us a praying spirit where we're constantly in prayer. Glory to God, where we are always open to hear. That's what it is. We're always open to hear the voice of God. It's called a praying spirit. Amen. That's part of your growth. That's part of your maturing. Amen. There will be no maturing in God just behind singing. There'll be no maturity in the Lord just behind praise and worship. Amen. There will be no uh, maximum. How about that? Maturing to your maximum God-called ability just reading. Amen. Prayer in our time of fellowship with the Father is absolutely necessary for our maturity, 
for our growth and for our development. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Absolutely necessary for our growth and for our development. And so we're asking the Father, amen, to grow us. And in this is the process, thank you, Lord. It's called sanctification. Because as we're coming close to him, we're leaving, amen, the world and all of its vices. As we're coming closer to him, we're leaving all of the world in this, in this lust of the flesh, in this lust of the eye, his pride in his life. As we come close to, closer to him, amen, we, are, we, we, we find that we have to cut off some things. As we come close to him in our desire to be with him supersedes our desire for the things of the world, we find that there's some things we have to put down that is uh, obstructing my progress. Hey, glory. My love for him supersedes, amen, my love for anything of the world. And so I have to, I have to, amen, lay down some things. I have to uh, cut off some relationships. Why? Amen. Not because I think I'm better than anyone else, but because I'm the call of God on my life requires glory to God that I laid this down right here if I'm going to go on. The call of God requires further sanctification if I'm, on, if I'm going to go on with him. Amen. There are times when the master will stop the journeying. Glory to God and say, okay, you went long enough with that. Praise God. You either drop that and come and come with me or you stay, this is where the journey ends. There are times when the master will stop and say, okay, drop that, drop them. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Not being rude, not being, feel like you're super, you know, you're better than anybody. But I hear the voice of the almighty. He's calling me. And I've come to this garden alone. Glory to God. So as you are praying and as you are drawing closer, you're going to, in this time of fasting, you're going to feel a resistance in your old man. Uh, you're going to you're going to feel a resistance in this old man. And that old man, that old nature is going to be saying, he's going to be kicking and pushing back like a spoiled brat. I want to eat the hamburger. I want a steak today. That old flesh is going to be kicking back, bringing up all kinds of desires. Praise God. Bringing up from inside of you all, kind, all kinds of desires. Some of you may have felt that today. All kinds of hidden lust and all kinds of, amen, things that we have entertained in our private life. All of that stuff starts coming up. Praise God. And we can't run from it. Confront yourself. Glory to God. God, I love you more. Praise the Lord. God, I love, I love you more. And ask the Lord for, amen, a way, assignment, a way, amen, to deal with what, is, a, a, what has manifested. Ah, that's what I'm trying to say. What has manifested. Amen. This week will be a week of teaching in regard to our deepening our relationship with the shepherd. Dealing with strengthening our relationship, praise God, with the shepherd. One of the primary ways, and we're really the only way that our relationship with the Almighty will deepen is through the spiritual vehicle of prayer. Amen. It sounds simple, but it's complicated. 
it sounds like just one word. We're praying, we're communicating with God, but all of a sudden you find all these intricacies. You find all of the uh, glory. You find all of these things that are associated with prayer that you would not have that thought would be would be there, but they are there. But every push is well worth your effort. Glory to God. Amen. There is power in the secret place. Amen. The beauty in the secret place is this. It's, it's there I develop a peace that passes all understanding. Say again, Bogus. It's there that I develop a peace that passes all understanding. And in that, that peace starts to eradicate anger. It starts to deal with those outbursts of wrath. That peace does. That peace starts to, amen, cause your uh, spirit not to be uh, stirred up. Praise God. Where you don't you don't just say the first thing that comes to your mouth. Glory to God. Prayer in the secret place calms your heart, brings your heart to a peace. A peace. Jeremiah says like this: Those that keep their mind stayed on me, them I will keep in a perfect peace. So you can drive in traffic and not be uh, overwhelmed with anger because someone cut you off. Amen. Why? Because I'm carrying the peace of God. There's a peace that passes all understanding. According to the word of God, there's a peace that passed all understanding according to the word of God. Amen. In the gospel of Luke, as well as in the gospel of Matthew, the disciples asked Jesus about prayer, asked him about prayer. They noticed, amen, that he would sneak off. So they asked him to teach, amen, them how to pray. And this, uh, this thing manifests in what is called the Beatitudes in Matthew 5 through 7. Is called the be attitudes. Amen. And in that, Jesus is teaching the disciples, amen, some of the most important things that the attitude that should be concerning those that would follow him. And he says to them, and amen, when you pray, praise God, don't you be like a hypocrite. The, the word hypocrite literally means to be showy. Amen. It literally means to be pretenders. When you pray, don't pretend, don't put on a show with me. Amen. For hypocrites, they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corner that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their rewards. He says to me, don't just talk to me in public. Just don't pray to me to be talking to me, but your goal really is to be seen by men. If that's your reward, you got it. Verse 6 says, but you, talking to disciples, when you pray, Go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father, amen, who is in the secret place. And your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you openly. Glory to God. The Master, our Father, loves honest hearts and just real simple words and just real deep faith-filled communication, amen, that's filled with his words. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Uh, and, and in order for us to fulfill the calling of our life, we got to have a secret place. Thank you, Lord. And be disciplined about your secret place until your discipline becomes a delight. Be disciplined about your secret place until your discipline becomes a delight. May the Lord grow you to where, amen, it's a delight to commune with the Father. Glory to God. In anything that caused me to miss my secret place, hallelujah, I'm praying God give me strategies 
to win over that. Pray the Lord give you strategies. Praise God to sanctify you. Amen. Sanctify you. Glory to God. Body, soul, and spirit. Rid yourself of all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness. Praise God. Amen. Right, let me get done. And when you pray, do not use vain repetition. Amen. As heathens do, for they think they will be heard for that many words. When you come to me, he says, don't come to me just saying random stuff. No heart, no passion, no feelings. Amen. Why? Because I'm your father. Well, hallelujah. I know what you need even before you ask. Amen. So come to me openly. Come to me honestly. Come to me earnestly. Glory to God. My prayer to God for, for you all uh, during the entirety of the fast is that you would find yourself, amen, feeling more confident, drawing nearer in this intimate place with God. My heart desires not one person that, amen, is part of this fast would leave here and not know that I have a very strong relationship with God through the vehicle of prayer. Not one person will not know how to pray. Glory to God. And not one would not be as assured as Christ was at the, at the grave of Lazarus. Said, Father, I thank you that you hear me always. Amen. This prayer life that we're pressing towards during this time of fasting and prayer, amen, this sanctifying life, this relationship with the Spirit of the Holy with the Spirit of God is intentional. Thank you, Father. It's intentional. Amen. So we're intentionally pressing towards the Lord. And as, as a result, we'll become more and more mature that we won't be tossed to and fro. Amen. By every wind of doctrine. Why? Because we have an advocate. We have an internal voice. Amen. And we have an unction with the Spirit. That's it. We have an unction with the Spirit of God. And we need no man to teach us Amen, because we have the Spirit telling us that's not the way to go. Amen. So this is our heart desire. This is our prayer to God for you. Amen. As we continue on in pray, prayer, we will be praying over you. We will be declaring the word of faith over you. We will be standing in the Spirit. Amen. As you draw near to the Almighty. And the promise is this. This is the promise, and I'm done. This is the promise that you have of the Father. If you draw nearer to Him, he'll draw near to you. This is the promise. Draw near to him and he'll draw near to you. Amen. If you like that closeness, ask. If you like that closeness, ask. Amen. And then whatever it is that he tells you to put aside, separate yourself from, amen, ask for the strength, amen, to not just set it aside for 40 days, but for a lifestyle, a lifetime, I'll always be committed to you in my heart. This is not just a religious observation that when it's finished, we're going to go back to our old ways. We're purposing this to be a springboard. We're purposing this to be a launching pad into greater things into your life. Glory to God. Greater things in the, as you walk with the Lord. Greater in your maturity in the, in the Lord. Praise God. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God gave us his son. His son gave his life. He gave us his spirit. Everything that God is calling you to do, he did not leave you to do it by yourself. Humble yourself from before the Almighty. Ask. It, your strengthening, your deliverance, your healing is as close as your asking. For the Father knows the things that we need before we ask of him. Glory to God. Ask him for that thing. Ask him for that deliverance. 
amen, but the purpose is not for you to feel good about yourself. That's a byproduct of it. But the main purpose is that I be I will be closer with the master, and in doing so, I'll fulfill my purpose as a sojourner, as a stranger, as a amen on the earth realm. Praise God. Uh, as I'm just walking through, praise the Lord, I will fulfill my purpose. Amen. As an overcomer, as an ambassador for Christ. Amen. I'll fulfill my purpose. And as as Paul said in 2 Timothy, praise God, the third chapter I have, I mean the fourth chapter, I finished. I fought a good fight. Praise God. That's what that's what that's all of our testimony. We want to say I kept the faith. I fought a good fight. Finished my course. Amen. Praise God. And this is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Father, thank you for each hearer. I thank you for each hearer. May you grow them in your love. For you said in your word, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. May you grow everyone in your love and that the passion for you will be ever increased. I thank you, Father, for where you're taking us in this fast. I thank you, Father, for where you're taking us individually and collectively as we serve you more. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 